0: It's the Game! Where we share our challenges. Plus, we meet expert guests.
1: But will we all hit 50k, find out win
2: the NALO
0: game. Thank <laughs> you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast you're listening to series two of the nanowrimo challenge where the words and nerds nano gang race to the finish line of writing fifty thousand words in 30 impossible days each week one host will bring in a surprise guest or two who will share their hot tips challenges and hopefully their tears just joking if you're doing nanowrimo we'd love you to share your writing journey with us we'll do a call out on social media for your word count each week and christy the human sunbeam will read them out i'm danny v and joining me of course, in the host chair is my brother from another mother, Adrian Beck.
3: Oh, in the host chair. I like it. Hey, uh, this is exciting because this is like our grand final, isn't it? Like, Semi- this is the end. finals Well, I feel like this is the last week. This is the last hurrah. But we're so, still
0: having another episode. Yeah, that's sort of like a review what went wrong. On the 30th of November. <laughs> but
3: I'm excited. Uh, endings. It's all about endings this week. And we've got some, not only have we got a mystery guest coming in, but we've got three excellent authors uh, that are going to share their Dennis Knight. we Someone might know him here. Uh, Davina Bell and the uh-huh. wonderful Lynn Yowett has got some, some advice on endings later on, so We're stay tuned for that.
0: Fully star started episodes, seriously. And also, of course, we have the wonderfully talented, amazing Tristan Banks. Oh, Thank
1: you very much. And i with you, talented. Danny V. Uh, if it's the second last episode, I'd call it the semi-final. Because I'm not even a sports sport person. Yeah, it'd be, but- hard to, it'd be hard to decide what next Tuesday's <laughs> this one is, is.
3: This is this is the this is the moment. This is like just before the bounce. It's, it's not of the, the moment.
0: There's still so much to go because I need so a, a lot. In more the time. last
3: episode is sort of a review
4: show, you know.
0: <sighs> and I am stoked to be part of the Nano Gang. I mean, yeah. I
4: get up every
5: morning going Nano Gang, Nano Gang <laughs> has powered me to this penultimate episode, except for one.
0: You know what I'm really excited about? I bought a T-shirt and then I buy my T-shirt about two months ago and I still don't have it and I'm probably not going to have it for the last episode.
3: Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, that's not good.
0: So that's I, not very cool, I is it? I bought one but I bought the wrong one so I didn't actually buy the, the toy. So, so yeah. follow us for more tips and advice on online well, shopping. Well, I have a
1: new Words and Nerds T-shirt and while you guys continue on, I'm going to go change into it, okay?
0: Yes. Woo! Hmm. Get some words done. Oh my all God, he's changing his shirt on camera.
3: Yeah, <laughs> It's all a bit much, isn't it? I tell you what, though, good wax job. I mean, that would have cost a pretty penny.
0: I could say so many things right now, but I'm going to behave myself. Okay, I, I fair enough. I am going to remember never
5: to leave you guys alone with, <laughs> <laughs> with That's a microphone. good microphone. <laughs> oh, oh, he's back.
0: Oh, Look oh,
1: at that!
5: Oh my god! You guys, god.
1: you didn't say anything bad about me while I was gone, did you, Adrian? Oh, uh, I didn't. The other you,
0: did. you are resplendent.
3: Thank you very much. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Well, that's fantastic. And for the benefit of Woo. everyone that's listening, Tristan is in his <laughs> Words and Nerds t-shirt, which makes all the difference in a podcast. So that's great. Thank you. Thanks for changing, mate. That's awesome. Hey, um, we should get to the down to the nitty gritty because, as I said, we're coming to the end of of the month of november this is the last week this is what i'm viewing as the grand final tristan's sort of semifinal. Doing this as semifinal, the final so i don't know when he thinks he's going to actually win this thing but anyway uh how did we all think we were going to go up to this point because we should be around 36 and words this is wow well, this is our thoughts from from last week of where we thought we'd be uh from a week ago
1: look if I what was I on eleven and a half yeah. thousand? Look, I think I, I still don't know if I'll get to twenty five to tell you the truth, but I might get to twenty two thousand. I reckon I'm going to double what I've got now.
3: Uh, what about you, Christy?
1: I am sticking to the line of desire. Yeah, you with me?
5: I reckon I'm there now. I just need to plug, plug, plug.
3: So how are you going to go Vivo?
0: Oh, this is I smashing it out of the park, AB. I'm going to get to thirty five. <laughs> So full of it. So okay. Full of
3: it. Well, no, that's that's all very interesting. It's all. It's, I'm glad that we've we've been able to cover off on some of, the, of where we thought we'd be. So let's find out where we actually are. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me bring up the graph that I. Maybe we could skip this bit
1: tonight. Do you think? <laughs> that's
3: a great idea. No, 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 no. Now, so now Christy, she just said that from last week, she said she was going to be sticking to the line of desire. Uh, So let's have a quick recap. Uh, She was at the line of desire last week. She was on 24,389. I was only slightly ahead, 25,106.
0: But didn't we hear about it constantly, all week? (laughs) Never stop talking about it. Possibly
3: the only time (laughs) I'm going to be ahead. Danny V, 15,470, if you don't
1: mind. And Tristan Banks, 11,578. Which is us? such a fall from glory, don't you think? That first week, that 10,002, to only put 1,500 on the <laughs> following week is a disgrace. So
3: you sort, of really yeah. sort of flatlined for a few days there. But I understand you've got uh, surfing commitments and the like. So Christy <laughs> was on 24 and a bit thousand. And as of today, a week later, Christy is on <gasps> 34,560.
1: You're amazing. Wow.
0: You're my and hair. I'd
5: like to point out that I am three hours behind, so that little flat line is going to be back up at the Ooh. line of desire. No,
0: I'm going to mm. keep you up all night in sabotaging. No, I wouldn't do <laughs> that. I would never do that to you. You had a
3: good week, Christy, by the looks of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun.
5: Um, I actually started to enjoy it.
3: <laughs> right three weeks in she started to yeah. enjoy it that's fantastic uh and you look like you were hitting your word limit uh pretty pretty
1: comfortably through about five of those days there so well done
5: thank you very much
1: but if we make this a four-hour episode if i calculate that correctly christy yes. should have no time to write tonight and therefore danny and i will have a chance in this competition Just
0: stand virtual <laughs> high five
1: yeah let's
0: those are the worst
1: they are the worst are not
3: they uh, okay, so I was on twenty five thousand one hundred and six last week, uh, and this week I am on
0: thirty six thousand oh. oh. and
3: fourteen. And did Adrian
0: in. send us continuous pictures of all his free time at a cafe with his laptop, going, "Oh, I'm just smashing out the words." But you guys should relax. You guys should do nothing.
3: <laughs> Self
1: care. I was just looking after you guys. You know, <laughs> thirty six thousand words. That's um, that's amazing. So what you managed to get out eleven thousand this week?
3: Yeah, I really? mean, um, I did. I uh, I, I broke it up. I've been doing that same thing that I did the week before, do uh, in little uh, three segments of five hundred words, and mm. you know, and a little bit of change. So yeah, it's been going okay. So I'm happy with that. Very um, impressive,
0: A.B., Very impressive.
1: Are you writing weekends to um, Christy and Adrian? Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Are you Tristan?
1: I generally don't because I try to um you know just have some time when I'm not writing, but sometimes if I wake up at like five o'clock or something or five thirty on a Sunday morning or something, I'll just sort of sneak out and quickly kind of bash out some words, mm-hmm. particularly if I feel myself falling too far behind Adrian and uh <laughs> and then I get up at four and uh don't
0: um, let me down, Tristan <laughs> well, please. let's see don't how, how he let me went down.
1: did he feel the pinch? in the last week
3: Tristan Banks was on 11,578 and as of today Tristan is on
1: 21,303
0: hey, well good job look at that's that
3: last huge. day
0: look at mm. yeah. that's a Search. big one
1: i had a couple of big days i had last one. last friday and today um were were big but then i have too many flat line days when i don't do anything and uh that's basically laziness but 10, i'm happy with 10000 i said i'd be on 22000 this week i'm on 21303 so i'm i'm happy with that that's you should awesome.
0: be solid yeah. effort
1: it, it looks
3: like steps. It looks like you're creating, it looks, you know, those people that go on runs and they create sort of
0: pictures <laughs> with,
3: their, with their maps. It looks like you're trying to create something here. How I'm would not you know sure anything about
0: running maps, Adrian?
3: <laughs> I don't do it myself. I see it online when I'm sitting on the couch.
0: <laughs> with your Cheetos. That's it.
3: And what <laughs> about Danny v? v? Well, Danny oh. V said... No problem at all. She's going to be on the line of desire. Danny V says
0: lots of things.
3: So what happened with Danny V? Danny V was on 15,470 and she jumped up to 25,967.
0: Very good. That's amazing. Well, thanks. I was hoping to get to at least 30, but, you know, I'm pretty happy with nearly 26. I've just got to really go hard this next week. But I had a breakthrough. Do you want to hear about my breakthrough? Yes, sure. yes. You're gonna hear it anyway. Um, so I was writing. You know, I was really concerned about I wasn't funny and I wasn't funny. Um, so what I've been doing, so I've been you know writing lots of picture books. I thought, okay, this is what I need to do because you know in picture books you can be really funny, really quickly and snappily, right? So I wrote a picture book version of the junior fiction novel I want to write. Wow. Yeah. And then that ended up being my planning. So each stanza ended up being a chapter. And guess what? I made my kids laugh repeatedly.
1: Wow, that's That's really clever.
0: That's my new technique. That's really good.
1: Um, There's something I was reading during the week, and someone talking about writing being such an iterative process, you know, that's such a drafty process. Mm. It's just. One thing. You just keep on telling yourself the story in a million different ways, and I reckon that's a great way. You know, you can tell yourself the story visually. You can do it with music. You can do it, and this picture book form could be the way forward. I just
0: cracked it for me, and I was like, oh, I get it now. So now I've got, you know, 24 stanzas, however many. I'm mm. not going to write that many chapters, but at least I, I have lots of options, and mm. it, it worked. It worked, people. It worked. So oh. I thought
3: your breakthrough was going to be, you know, you've got 26,000 words. You'd written, you know, 26,000 different projects. I thought that's what you... <laughs>
1: you were going to have done. But no, no, you didn't like that, mm. denny B. Mm.
0: No, I'm giving him, for those listening, I'm giving him a very <laughs> filthy look.
1: Yes, <laughs> Might, and- Can I just um suggest one more thing on that front? Just you, you doing a, um, a junior fiction novel in picture book form reminds me of that thing of Quentin Tarantino doing um, script, his Once Upon a Time in America screenplay, he wrote a draft of that as a novel. And then of course the novel has since come out. And, uh, I've, I've had books that I've written a screenplay draft of partway through just to find out what else I might discover about it or to write it maybe a bit more economically in mm. screenplay form. But I think this is something that could be pushed further. This idea yeah. of writing your thing in a different form, freeing yourself up and, and then moving forward with That's
0: it. That's right. I just, it worked. So I just wanted to share that. I don't know if it will work again tomorrow, but it worked this week.
3: Oh, that's yeah, great. Good stuff. That's well great. done. So uh in to recap, I am somehow on thirty-six thousand. Christy Byrne is close behind, just underneath the line of desire, and she's uh operating on WA time, so she's gonna catch up. She's on thirty-four thousand five hundred and sixty. Danny V, twenty-five thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven and Tristan Banks is creating some sort of beautiful pattern there at 21,303 <laughs> words with one week to go.
0: And look, I just want to say, AB, staying on top for what, two weeks in a row? Well done to you all in all seriousness. I tease you a lot, but that is very impressive. So applause. Thank
3: you. Thank you very much. At the moment, it's sort of like we've got two, we've got uh, Christy and I are going at it and Danny and, Tr- and Tristan going at it. So we'll see. Who, who trumps who this time next week? Actually, Tuesday next week, at the end yeah, of the Yes, so we've
0: got an extra day.
3: Yay. Oh, that's exciting, isn't it?
5: I think we're going to need that extra day. I feel it. I feel it.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm going to move to Iceland or something in the next week and give myself an extra, extra day. Isn't it? <laughs> you're I, I was under the pump. WA.
5: Oh, no, wait, you're not. Sorry, fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was under the pump all week because Danny kept texting me saying, have you broken a rule yet? Have you broken a rule yet?
0: Which brings us to Adrian's rule-breaking because he was very cross at me for going across two projects and I since haven't. I've stuck to the junior fic. I'm letting the crime just sit for a while. Really? And so I said, Adrian Beck, you non-rule-breaker, I bet at school you were the kid reporting to the teacher all the time. So in, in order for your personal growth, Adrian, I asked you to break a rule this week and I've been pestering you all week and you were like finding it very, very hard to break a rule. So tell me. Did you break a rule or we're never going to be friends again
3: (laughs) well what not only did i have to break a rule but tristan said i have to bring evidence that i broke a rule Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. which takes it up a notch um so i i was was racking my brain trying to come up with something (laughs) i didn't know what to do and uh i came up with with this oh dear okay nano gang it's come to this to break a rule um i'm in the i'm in the uh, supermarket talking to myself which is great um and you might get to see over my shoulder there the 12 items or less line
2: no. let's see how we go yes it's i going. love this well, uh, i think i've got 12. is
3: that okay thank you yeah. how many items was that actually 14.
1: oh no <laughs> i'm in the wrong lane <laughs> <laughs>
3: Take that Danny V! Woohoo! <laughs> yes, 14 items in the 12 item lane. Chicken, salad, Allen's bites, all brand, a big M, cinnamon scroll, shapes, little chocolate. A salad, some cherries <laughs> coated in chocolate, and three canum. Three lollipops and of course baby Yoda. <sighs> Adrian Beck, rule breaker. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is no. my favourite thing ever. Seriously, I'm so glad you're looking after your fibre and your body. Yeah,
3: but <laughs> well, with all that chocolate, I thought I'd better
1: balance it out a bit. <laughs> I love and that. Everyone... Look, love... your shopping for the week is three chupa chups, two <laughs> chocolate products, and a baby Yoda.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't know what he was going to do with the chicken and the all <laughs> yeah.
3: I thought, what do normal people buy? Because I'm going to not, play this.
0: Not that. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: that.
3: Yeah. Anyway, look, fourteen. I was actually going for thirteen, and somehow I got fourteen. But it was uh,
2: extra
0: chopper, choppers.
3: Yeah. Fourteen. I, I don't know whether I needed Baby Yoda because that cost me thirty something bucks.
0: <laughs> but,
3: everyone uh, needs a Baby Yoda. Everyone needs a Baby Yoda. There's, there's proof. Uh, total. But, I've, got the, I've got the receipt. Uh, fourteen items. In Andrew, the, Twelve items or less. You've
0: never mine. impressed me more. Seriously, I'm so impressed. And I, love, I take I love, it. Sorry, God. I take it because you only bought one Baby Yoda. It's not for your girls. It was for you. Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) I love little Baby Yoda. I feel like uh, I'm the Mandalorian. (laughs) Most people would pick up like an apple or some chewing gum or something as an extra thing. He gets a a forty-seven-dollar Baby Yoda. (laughs) He
3: doesn't even talk. (laughs) He sits there. I would have thought he'd give me something, but anyway.
5: writing did it free you up to be like living on the edge like that like breaking the rules <laughs> he
0: went yeah. to confession he went to church
3: <laughs> i feel like a maverick you know i feel like yeah. uh you know i, sh- I should walk onto lethal
1: weapon or something and just go yeah. by my own rules i but, think uh... you
0: should just calm down <laughs> just go baby steps <laughs> baby steps
1: speaking, okay. of, um, speaking of yoda and like people who are magical and can sort of foresee Ooh, the future yes. i wonder like christy um can you foresee uh, anything that's going to happen in the next week, or should we check if you're off if you're for two thing from last week? <laughs> for <two
5: thing. laughs> I, I for a dance move. I seem to recall.
1: Yeah, see that one didn't didn't happen because we're in an audio <laughs> medium. I didn't feel that the dance move was worth rehearsing. Ah, right. right, so yeah. you'll, you'll swap
5: your shirt on live podcast, but you won't do a dance. <laughs>
1: Sadly not, but you did say that I would write one word, which was groggy, <laughs> and I di- I did write a few more, as you saw. Right? So I wrote like a. Hang on, a, did you actually write the word groggy though? I did write the word groggy. <laughs> oh, yes. well, done. Yes.
0: well
1: done. I, I did write it. that one word. Yeah, wow. that's fantastic. So that's one one true. And who? What? Are, what were the other predictions?
0: I was going to write outside. Didn't. And 190 words. And I smashed that. Smashed it.
3: Sm- yes. Look I, look, I I think Chris, Christy's had a good polish of the crystal ball uh, in the week that's, that's gone. And I think her predictions this time round are even sharper. Is that right, Christy?
5: I have done a lot of research. A lot of work.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, you, we've got one week to go. How's it all going to end, according to Christy's crystal ball?
5: Well, uh, first up, Danny. I mean... You've, you've done well so far. Because I've been so rubbish at last week's predictions because, you know, I really feel like they, they didn't really give you guys much to aim for, <laughs> I've decided to, to outsource uh, and I've gone with with astrology because,
0: Ooh.
5: you know, that's very scientific. Because I didn't know your birthday, Danny. I went with Pippi Longstocking's birthday. Awesome. She's May 22. That's Completely a Gemini. Wrong, but hey, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of Pippi Longstocking when I thought of you. Oh, like, it's cute. Yeah. 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 Like, I think you'd make a great Pippi Longstocking. You probably have a pet monkey at home or something, right? And, <laughs> I do. Yeah. i a pet monkey. Me? I can see that. I can see that in my crystal ball. <laughs> anyway, it said, on an unnamed online location, it said, it's time to trust your intuition as you feel refreshed, rejuvenated, and refocused. Mm. Hold true to what you, you need and desire.
0: Ooh, I mm. like
5: that. And I need twenty-five thousand more words. Yes. Yeah. So so it has been foretold.
3: Happy. It is foretold. Thanks, Pippi. I'm not quite yeah. sure what was foretold. Was 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 um, was twenty five thousand foretold? Is that what was yeah, foretold? Yeah, She'll I, make it. I, She's yeah. going to make it. Refreshed,
5: rejuvenated, refocused. Ooh, I mean, wow. Making it. Yep. I didn't even fake this. this. I mean, I would never fake this. No, this I know. Is I the know. The real deal, <laughs> Tristan.
2: <laughs> I yes. don't know your
5: birthday either, but Ginger Meggs was born November thirteen, making him a Scorpio. Did you know that? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. neither did I. Didn't you I just didn't celebrate know about
1: the hundredth
3: anniversary or
5: something?
1: I know, but I didn't look into his astrology chart, you know? What?
5: Okay. It that's was, a, that's a story right 100th, there.
1: The 100th, 100th birthday was a week ago, but I, I didn't look at his stars, which is crazy. So talk to me. What's <laughs> so, the, what are you more tolding?
5: If you'd looked at Medic's Stars, you would see it said um, you can make your best move. Uh, so at best, you're going to be resolute, and at worst, you're going to be obstinate.
1: All right, obstinate. Stubborn.
5: Stubborn, yeah. Tristan. Um, no. So the stars are going to be tempting you to go big or go home in all mm. things. Yes.
2: Ooh,
1: that sounds like it's foretold almost. Is it foretold? <laughs> I don't know.
5: So, I I I don't know what that means. Does that mean like fifty thousand? I think that's go
0: big, right? Go big. Yeah. 50, it's fifty-five thousand.
3: Yeah. Fifty-five. <laughs> so that's two. That's two lots of people getting into fifty. Is that foretold, Christy? Uh,
0: I th- what, did I think so? I don't know. <laughs> it
3: is <photo. laughs> You're so confident with the predictions. That's what I like. Well,
0: yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm really feeling my way through yeah. the whole process. So, Adrian, I was trying to think, you know, which, uh, which character mm. would most be you? And, of course, yep. it's Princess Mary of Denmark. They're both Tasmanian. Yeah, yeah, and you said on your website you're not related, which is an official denial, and there's nothing (laughs) that makes me more suspicious than an official denial. She's February 5, making her Aquarius.
3: Okay. Mm. This is the dawn.
5: It's going to be challenging as well as rewarding for you. Mm. You push with razor focus towards advancement, recognition, and rewards. (laughs)
3: That's what I do. That's just what I do.
5: Uh, it says you're going to achieve balance between your work and inner life, electrifying Uranus in your home oh, zone. Okay.
3: I'm going to be electrifying so... my
0: what? So that's a no. You're not going to get to be because you're too busy electrifying Uranus. <laughs> what am I? I don't know where your home zone is, but
5: <laughs> my goodness. wow. I, I didn't Adrian, expect that prediction. So in terms of know. words,
3: what does that mean for my words?
5: 10. Well, I think advancement, recognition and rewards,
0: I predict 50,000 for you as well.
2: It yeah.
3: it is I
0: think it, wow. it makes him sound like he's too busy doing other stuff, like it's dazzling really nice. his home zone or whatever it was. <laughs>
5: I oh, think that could be very motivating.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that may be. I'll let you know in a week's time.
0: <laughs> Please don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Christy, all three of us, <laughs> and there's four of us. She hasn't predicted herself because that would be cheating. The The other three are going to get to 50. Uh, but I actually think that, Christy, you are in the zone now. I'm not sure you're in the home zone, but you're in the zone. And um, I think you're going to get to 50 as well. So we will see you next week.
1: Let's do it. I think predicting that you guys will lay on fourteen or 15,000 <laughs> And then that I'll lay on twenty nine thousand in the in the coming days is a I don't know I think there could be some things that aren't as foretold as others. But, uh, <laughs> anyway,
0: come on, go, team Tristan. Let's do this. We're got to it's, do this together. It's
1: a bold prediction, it's okay. a bold one.
0: Can't let Adrian beat us.
1: Okay. Um, do we do we have anyone to tell us um any interesting news or share with us their wisdom this week?
3: I hope so. <laughs> I think it was Christy's turn to Christy. invite a special mystery guest onto this, this week's podcast. Christy, have you done the right thing by us all?
5: Well, I wanted to uh, invite my entire football team to try and get one better than Tristan, <laughs> who invited his entire football team. And I thought, you know what? I don't have to do that. I can go with a mystery guest who will help everybody out there right now, people who are wondering... What the hell am I writing? Why am I writing it? What is this all about? What is the meaning of NaNoWriMo? Uh, And this guest is uh, an inspiration to me. She's an inspiration to many people because she's a many-time NaNoWriMo winner, a one-time NaNoWriMo failure. (laughs) Um, And every book that she's had published or contracted, is a nano manual. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's credentials. So oh. we're
5: about to meet Queen NaNo. Yes, yes, Queen NaNo. Also, can I do the reveal? Can I do the reveal? Yeah. I'm trying to guess. What? Who is it? Who is it? It's definitely a WA
0: writer for sure.
5: I've got, um, she has been kidnapped twice. What? She handles dragons for a job. Her debut novel was shortlisted for an, Aureolus Award. I always say Aureolus, but apparently that's not how you say it. How do you yeah. say it? Aureoli,
3: Aureoli. I think. Aoli? Is, is that
5: right? <laughs> Delicious. Anyway, science fiction and uh, fantasy award Aureoli. that I can't pronounce. Yeah, and um, she has a YA novel out this year and a two-book deal with Alan and Unwin next yes! year. Two-book deal, Alan and Unwin. It is the amazing and related to me, <laughs> but mostly amazing in her own right, oh! H.M. Whoa! H.
3: M. hello! Hello.
2: <laughs>
6: hello, everybody. Thanks for having me on Words and Nerds. This is amazing because I've been listening to you all month and now I get to be here, which is really cool. <laughs> Very exciting and
0: so impressive that you're the Nano Queen. That's your new title.
6: I should have a yes. crown, but...
1: Is that true that every one of your books has, has had a NaNoWriMo uh, component?
6: Yeah, really? my first book was my 2016 NaNoWriMo. Um, I wrote the first draft in 2016. My second book, which came out just recently, was actually my 2015 um, NaNo manuscript. Mm. And then um, my third book that's coming out next May, I think it's even May the 4th, May the fourth be with me.
3: Oh, Baby Yoda um, would be happy.
6: It, it wasn't actually written. It wasn't written during November because um, that NaNoWriMo, I completely flunked out. I got sick. I hadn't planned. It was awful. But I'm the sort of person who actually makes my own nanos. So I made a JanoWriMo, which ooh, is actually really ooh. sneaky because you get 31 days.
3: Oh, that's cool. And ooh. I wrote
6: it in JanoWriMo. You no. will want a FebOriMo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So it you you, awesome.
3: you just nanoed the heck out of all your books. I love it.
6: Yeah, and
2: you I stumbled on character? nano by
6: mistake, but it, it works for me. Like I just I'm competitive, and that line talks to me and says, "Heather, what are you doing? You're a bit <laughs> higher." Um, yeah, it makes me finish.
3: Actually, that's a very good point. So you you keep an eye on the line of desire. Is that what motivates you to get through nano?
6: Yeah, that line of desire. Like if you're underneath it, it's a nasty place to be for me. We are all underneath it at the moment. I I think I want to be on the line. I want to be above the line. Otherwise, every day I turn up at my laptop and there's stress, there's pressure. I've got to make 1,667 words just to get on the line. But if I'm a day ahead, see, this is my secret clue. If I'm a day ahead, then every time I turn up, I've already made my words that day. And so Mm. the pressure is off and I write really nicely. So that's my number one tip. tip, get a day ahead.
1: So what would you suggest to someone who is currently needing about 4,200 words a day in order to make the thing and who can't even, on the chart, can't even see the line of desire anymore? I mean, I'm just saying if there was someone in this predicament.
0: Or two people
6: in this predicament. Well, hypothetically speaking, if that was your predicament and I've, I've been there, like I've, I've uh, been quite low sometimes, I just, I just write. I, I, I forget sleep. I, um, I am really quite competitive. I, if that line's there, I'm, I don't want to. Like the only time I've crashed out, I was I was sick with the flu. Like I was really wiped out. I don't want that line to beat me. So I just I just work at it, and I try to to write as much as possible. Never delete. I don't even know if Adrian's listening, and if he is, he should like turn his mic off. Don't delete anything. Like if you write something and you get up the next morning, and you think that was terrible. I just highlight it. And I write ah. it again later, you know, so I delete the highlights at the end. Don't delete anything. Every word is wonderful.
3: Now that's smart.
6: I, I I write
3: that. That's smart.
6: Yeah. Keep it all. It's part of nano. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. It's just if you if you're at, like hypothetically at, at twenty one thousand now, um, <laughs> if it was me, I would I would hypothetically be freaking out wow. about the line of that's very yeah. supportive <laughs>
0: advice
1: can you tell me if you would you um uh oh have you ever done a nano an, a nano challenge as a non-first draft like have you ever done it when you've already had a draft and you sort of you're rewriting and writing whole bunches of new stuff and and does that slow you that, down that's
6: that's this year so oh. i wrote um last year in nano I wrote the second book of my duology um I didn't finish it but I got most of it done but I didn't like the way I'd started it and so I thought this nano I would just write that tiny little start and then I'd do a a second project but I've actually I've having so much fun with it I've rewritten a whole heap of it I'm not even on on the same kind of my characters aren't even in the same spot they were in the first book. It's really quite interesting. It's just completely off for the second draft. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really loving it because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm working with characters I knew already, but I'm putting them in a different situation that I think is going to be way more fun than the first time I wrote it.
3: Hmm. That's amazing. Hey, Heather, or H.M. War, uh, uh, what was the most embarrassing thing that Christy did when she was a kid? <clears throat>
5: don't have to answer that you don't have to
1: (laughs) and how are you how are you two related
6: (laughs) (laughs) um christy is my big sister um, and though the people listening in can't see this we look really similar so for a long time because she was writing a lot um before i came in onto the scene a long time people thought that i was just her writing under like a pseudonym Ah. um because you see our faces and they'd think and in fact we reckon we could do our like each other's school visits um if one of us would... <laughs> and no one would really know um, so yeah she's my big sister what did she do embarrassing what didn't she do embarrassing yes. nothing. i did
5: nothing embarrassing i'm not an embarrassing person
0: <laughs> i feel like you doth protest too much <laughs> i am not related
5: to princess mary of
0: Denmark. <laughs> Neither am I.
3: Well, we might, maybe we should give Heather a a moment to think about something truly embarrassing that that Christy did when she was a youngster. But um, these books that are coming out next year, the duology that you wrote last year, if I'm following correctly, can you tell us a little bit more about them? And did you plot them? Are they, um, or are you a pantser?
6: I am a planter. So Mm. I get an idea of the world. Like I do a lot of world building before I write. And I get an idea of, basically where it's going to go um but i don't plot it out you know chapter by chapter or anything because i find i just i just go where my head takes me where the characters takes take me while I'm, I'm writing so i call it a half and halfy
7: mm-hmm. um
6: but yeah my story um the one coming out next year is called um, mars awakens and it's basically this really awesome middle grade sci-fi adventure with these kids who are stuck on mars and um they don't know that um, each population exists, but then there's this event that brings them together and they've got to learn to kind of trust the people that they were taught to to fear in order to, to get out the other end alive whilst being chased by, like, evil things. And, you know, throw Love everything it. at them. That's what you do in children's <laughs> book, isn't it? You just keep raising the stakes. Love it. you up throw all these horrible things at them that they have to deal with and grow resilience and come out the other end. So yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun. I like sci-fi and fantasy and I love space and um putting it on a Mars of the future where we've like terraformed it and it's got plants and cool things on there and they get to eat crickets, which means <laughs> I got to eat crickets. Otherwise I didn't <laughs> know what crickets tasted like. It's
3: oh, no. of fun. Did you eat crickets? I
6: I ate crickets. They were really actually quite good. Did you actually cook them
3: or did you just pluck them out of the
6: ground? (laughs) (laughs) You could get them just out of the ground, but I bought them from a certified, like,
2: Bug
6: supplier for it. Oh. Um, I got saltbush and rosemary crickets, which were actually quite
3: pleasant. Yeah. So they um, have cheese like- and onion? I like cheese and onion. Oh, <laughs> oh, salt and vinegar crickets. Oh, might you're
0: be. Such they do a- have salt
1: and vinegar. I've tried salt and vinegar actually. And they're you're not such done.
6: a um, <laughs>
0: traditional traditional boy, Adrian. <laughs> you, got, you got salt and vinegar? I, like, I don't want to get rosemary yeah. stuff. That's too fancy. I am <laughs>
3: talking about
1: cr- uh, crickets.
0: That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. that traditional. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you you go so traditional when you're eating (laughs) eating insects. Tristan, why did you eat crickets? Um, I don't know. I think my son had some. I think he, he comes home with crickets all the time with little bags of bugs and stuff. You thought I think you'd eat he them? Kids, <laughs> kids kids get them, I don't know. I think he might have bought them on Amazon or something or maybe you ate I don't them? Know. Wow, that's
0: game. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Imagine
0: eating <laughs> bugs you got from Amazon. And <laughs> oh, hey, Dad, like got these bugs it, off Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you yeah. wanna have a meal? Yeah. Strangely what we didn't do with have them? any.
2: Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, can I ask?
0: you is it like you're eating chips like is it is it that sort of texture or is it a bit sort of body sort
3: of is it a bit like the freddo frogs with the with the soft center
6: oh, <laughs> oh no oh. if there no. was soft center i think i would have had a I would have had a problem with that wow. but my was highly crispy so it was just like almost a chisel you know because it's round and i wanted to know if the legs got stuck in your teeth oh, wow. that's a thing to describe in a book <laughs> and they didn't get stuck in my teeth but i admit I made them get stuck in my character's teeth. But well, yeah, no I, I don't know about you, Tristan. I found them quite pleasant. A mm. bit like sort of
1: crunchy seaweed kind of thing, you know, when you eat, eat sheets well, I of like seaweed. seaweed. Yeah. Yeah, mm. get into them. I think crickets are the way forward. I think they are actually. <laughs> aren't they the future of humanity? The future. Like the future exactly. protein source? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid.
0: I'm just going to let you have them all, Tristan and Heather. You can just eat mm. them all. I'll just have something else.
6: <laughs> Danny,
0: we... that's so kind. <laughs> I know. So I know. You're welcome. Yeah. Anytime.
1: time. Yeah. Heather, would you mind? Our um, writers here have been um, having some challenges during the week and we do a thing where <laughs> our guest solves all their problems. And I was just wondering if, first of all, you might be able to solve Danny V's problem of the week. Um, as an expert writer and an expert nanoa. Yes, the queen of nano. I would
0: be my best. Oh, I have many problems. <laughs> what,
1: what's been <laughs> what your What's your, challenge? What your main well, problem?
0: Main problem, obviously, has been time. I've just been super, super busy, but that's no hmm. excuse because you should just give up sleep and your job and all that thing. So I'll do that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my my main thing was trying to um, get the humour in there whilst writing quickly. So I feel like I had a bit of a breakthrough by writing like a picture book version and then using that as my plan, if you like, So I'm like a planner now. Um, yeah. and then writing a chapter so i felt like that i could take the funny bits out of that but yeah if you have any advice on on humor i'm always happy to hear it because that was just something i was exploring and it worked last week but who knows what's going to happen this week
6: now before i get onto the humor i do it is my responsibility to say that i was being like really competitive with my words talk before because basically nano if you've written 10 words if you've written a thousand words in the month you've actually written more words than you would have written if you weren't making yourself sit down so whatever you get in nano is a win and it's awesome um it's just that me and the line of desire like have this battle going on that Mm. requires me to win. it's fine but you're still
0: not as good as heather
6: (laughs) 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 um but humor i don't know i don't write um I don't write gags. I think that just does not work for me. I write um, situational humor um, based on my characters and what they think of each other. And um, I'll put in like witty dialogue and things like that. And um, sometimes I will actually just come through afterwards you know when you're doing nano you don't have time to go um what's the joke i can put in here (laughs) i don't know about you but i've got all these like comments on the side saying um what is you know that thing that people you know have around their heads oh it's a hat you know i'll come up with that later but um (laughs) yeah so i will come back afterwards and you can kind of just sow the seeds of of something through and um humor is one of those things that i can Mm. sow through but often i will write something and i don't think it's funny at all and then I'll put it aside, which you um, probably all do this, um, you know, put it aside, forget you've written it for a while and then read it again with new um, eyes, fresh eyes. And if I'm making myself giggle, then I, I know that I'm I'm onto something because, mm. you know, it's mm. got that, it's got that there. But I, I probably struggle as much as you with trying to get humor in there because humor, I think, is so important. Um for kids like my YA book was um, you know it had some quite heavy themes in it they're trying to escape basically the end of the world um, and if you didn't have something to lighten that up a little bit of humor some friendship coming through then that would be like a an uncomfortable read and un- maybe even an unpleasant read and you want um, like as a children's writer I want people to be enjoying reading my books mm. so yeah I think humor is really important and it's maybe the holy grail that all children's writers are sort of trying to to grab and yeah I don't want people laughing out loud but if every now and then they go then I think my my job is done Mm.
0: I like the idea of of getting humor in different ways so dialogue situational humor a couple of gags and then getting it you know all of that coming together
2: yeah problem solved my
6: characters off you know with the with the dialogue and make them kind of yeah yeah and I find that 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 makes me laugh sometimes so
1: um, and it's absolutely pouring rain here, so I apologise to listeners <laughs> if they really are uh, <laughs> hearing uh, hearing my I'm muting myself in between because it's just absolutely torrential in the Northern Rivers. Um, Interesting. Just pause for a sec. Let's listen to it.
5: <laughs> it's relaxing.
1: It's on the, yeah, wow. yeah wow. It's, uh, it's the tin roof. But um, I just wondered, Adrian Beck, what's your problem of the week? I mean, well, and, and don't take too long to come so to through them all, but what's the biggest problem you have this week, mate?
0: And can you make it writing related?
3: Oh, gosh, now you've narrowed it down. No, uh, look, I had two problems. Um, That's why I'm really looking forward to um, the end of this episode where we uh, delve into endings a little bit because we've got some advice coming from some authors. I don't know how to end it. I've got to work that out. So I'm looking forward to hearing what what they say when we've got some um, experts coming up. But the other thing is uh, I've been writing this madly and I did a rough plan at the start. I meant to do a more elaborate plan, but it didn't happen. And... I've been hoping that my characters would sort of become a bit more fleshed out as the story continues and they have a little bit absolutely but not perhaps as fleshed out as they need to be so I guess my question for you is, you know, in a quick and dirty draft, I mean, I suppose you can accept a degree of that, and and, but when do the characters start to, because I love it, I love it when the characters start to feel completely 3D and they sort of have a, you know, an an opinion and actions all of their own, Uh, when does that start to happen? And do we just put up with a little bit of cardboard cutout sort of stuff as a a placement, you know, uh, uh, until I can come back to another draft perhaps? What should I do about my characters?
6: I write myself into characters, um, Mm. which is maybe a really slow and wasteful way of doing it. But I, you know, 10, 20,000 in, sometimes I will find the voices and I'll find Mm. my characters come through. And sometimes that means I actually have to rewrite the start. But sometimes I just go, you know, find all and my character's name. And at the end of the draft, I'll just go through. And each time they're mentioned, I'll see that they're, they're, You know, saying the things that are their their traits that they say, if they're following what they should say, and also their character arc is is working. So I just go, you know, find all, one of my characters is called Holt, find all Holt, and I'll just go through the whole thing, just looking at everything Holt does and everything Holt says and make sure it follows. Um, But, yeah, it's hard, isn't it?
3: Mm. I'm, that's I'm interesting. still learning.
6: They were all still learning.
3: I'm hoping that you would say that because that's so, they're sort of evolving <laughs> as I'm going. But yep. um, I'm really definitely going to have to go back and say, you know, this character's completely different uh, <laughs> to how they started out. But um, at least they sort of evolved to something at some point. <laughs> I find yeah. even,
6: that, like, you just get one thing. You know, maybe they like cheesecake and you just yeah. decide they're going to like cheesecake and you just add a few cheesecake gags in and suddenly they could become more three-dimensional. I just find something, food, sport, something little that... Mm that is them and i add that in but yeah i think uh, we're always learning we're, we're writers aren't we you listen to somebody and think oh, i'm going to try what they did and yeah. maybe it works for you and maybe it doesn't and maybe you adapt it a bit and find you know find a, a way that does work for you because we all do it differently
3: love it if in doubt there. add cheesecake is what i'm hearing so that's good <laughs>
0: Oh. Had yeah, fifteen items next time. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: all
6: brown. I've got to become the base of the cheesecake. So.
1: Oh, God, it doesn't sound like Healthy. a good cheesecake, but better than crickets as the base, I suppose. <laughs> um, and had I am going to give you the opportunity of a lifetime here, as the younger sister, I am going to give you the opportunity to give advice to your older sister. Yeah. Um, as young, the younger and wiser sibling, um, can you please solve Christie's problem of the week? What is your problem, Christie?
5: Uh, can I just say that when I asked Heather, who should I marry, my husband came recommended by Heather. How cool really? was that? Wow. It like, is that? Is the, board that board is the level of advice that we Heather, give Heather, can each we other. talk later?
7: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and for those that, I... aren't, that don't know, Christy's currently going out with uh, Chris Hemsworth. So, uh,
7: you, you As I said, Heather, it.
6: can we chat <laughs> later? I would only have recommended Chris because I want Liam for myself, okay? <laughs>
5: Heather already helps me so much with so much of my writing. We get together and the husbands are bored out of their minds because we just want to talk about books and writing and they, like, edge off the side. (laughs) um, Yeah, my problem's the same as Adrian's. um, I have trouble climaxing.
3: (laughs) I never said that.
5: (laughs) And suddenly (laughs) we're at an R rating. (laughs) I have trouble getting to the end. Bringing everything together, making it satisfying for everybody.
0: (laughs) Are we still talking about books?
5: I am. (laughs) Kickle. Yeah. And and when I get to this point, I have to go back and read everything I've written so far and try and work out how it's going to come together.
3: Yeah. I see. I see.
0: Adrian is lost for words. (laughs) I've never seen Adrian lost for words. And here he is. Adrian, I've forgotten words.
3: No, no. Do you have I'm just—I'm I, I,
1: wondering what the advice is. That's
6: all.
1: He's listening intently.
6: I, uh, I give advice on husbands, but not other things. Um, if I'm if I'm trying to like, you know, get the climax of the story. And um, make sure I can't get an ending, by the way. Like once the climax has happened, I can't end them. That's so naff, like trying to finish them. Mm. I always leave the last chapter forever. Um, But when I'm trying to do like that climax, everything has to be on the line. And that's what I always tell myself. Um, So, you know, if it starts off that the stakes are really low, you know, on my first book, she has to rescue her goats. But basically by the end of it, she's got to save the world. You know, at that climax, at that end, Everything has to be on the line and everything that they've achieved so far through the book is going to be doomed if they don't, you know, win this mm. this particular battle or whatever it is they're doing. And um, I think basically Christy told me this once herself, so I'll just tell it back to her, but do the fail, fail, succeed. You know, they, they've got to try twice. And then the third time when they actually succeed, it's because they're using something that is is true to themselves. And, mm. um, you know, they're more um focused on on their own skills or their their own belief and they've shown that resilience and and come out the the end but yeah mm. I, I pretty much think i'm telling christy what she's told me once before anyway <laughs> <laughs> but Incredible. you need to keep hearing it right you need to
5: you need every book's yeah. different and every book's a different journey and you forget what helped you in the first book or
6: whatever
1: yeah Thank i was you. always told that the... so
6: writers and you just chat to each other and you feel better even though you've heard the same thing coming back to you again um yeah. it just yeah
1: yeah and they—they they always. The, the thing that helped me was um, being told that the problem with your ending is not actually the ending. It's the problem with the beginning. And you go back to the beginning and work out what your characters want throughout the story. And it's often that you haven't been really clear on what your characters want. You haven't really set the story up properly in the first place. So you go back and you retool the beginning and then suddenly there's this, you know, like the NaNoWriMo line of desire that goes through the story. You've suddenly got this drive and then your ending is much more clear because it's, you know, you either give them what they want or you don't and hopefully in a surprising way. Mm. Um, that, that's helped me on a couple of, a couple of endings, um, going back and fixing the beginning. Mm. And I find sometimes at have- the
6: beginning I think um, what they want is something physical, like they want their goats back. But by the end, you're right. It's actually maybe I go back and think, well, maybe it wasn't something physical. Maybe it's more something you know emotional that they're actually looking for friendship, a connection, that sort of thing. And then when you find that, yeah, you're right. Going back to the start and just figuring out what it really was, um, and maybe it wasn't what you thought it was at the start. What the what the character wants. Mm. Tristan,
5: what's your big challenge this uh, this week, other than a billion words?
1: Um. My big challenge has been uh, that when I started out writing uh, fiction, I was much better at just letting go. Like I always tell kids in um, talks about my Anything Goes book when I was a kid. In fourth grade, my teacher, who just used to get us to write for five minutes, flat out, beginning of every day, and I was writing stories like my life as a Mars bar and stuff and just having the greatest time. And then now, of course, after you've written a bunch of books, you get a bit you get more precious about it and I'm finding it hard just to slap down the words without going back and rereading and tightening them up because I don't want to in a month's time have to reread the terrible stuff that i've written and I'm also writing um, uh, not writing my first draft on this book and I've read lots of bad drafts of this book I just don't want to read another one <laughs> so my main problem is that i'm trying to Tidy, tidy it up as I go and I'm not happy to just slather it down on the page because I've, I've already done that on this project so what do I do
6: it, like it sounds like you need to mute Adrian and go to the back of NaNoWriMo where they tell you what your hour of editing is an equivalent in words. Oh, what? Yes!
2: No. There's
6: somewhere in there, there's a calculator to say I'm actually editing. Oh. Oh, I'm find it. Words?
1: What a I'm load of. I used
6: it myself, but yeah.
1: Like, oh, are you, it? Saying, are you saying that I get tax credits for, for edited words?
0: And this no is on the Penino website? Oh, this,
1: this is like is
0: I've got an email
1: outrageous. From this no. is like getting the Scrabble dictionary where you can do like ZKV and it's a word. This is outrageous. It is
3: and not think, in the um, spirit of NaNoWriMo I, at all.
0: I think everyone could I'm use that lesser. advice, Heather. The advice that I heard was mute Adrian. That's all I heard.
6: This, this, I thought,
3: this, yeah. is, this, is, this is outrageous.
1: Um, he's gone through
6: the 12 item aisle but he hasn't quite got to i'm using (laughs) hours as words but yeah i i can't win nano if i'm editing like i make myself not read anything more than maybe the paragraph before and then i i just keep writing because if you go back um and you're trying to make it perfect then that takes too much time nano Hmm. nano is about slathering those words down so yeah i think tristan you're you you're doing more of a it's not a rough first draft nano this is you're trying to make something more polished and so you've got to do some editing and you've got to kind of take that into account that it's going to reduce your words
1: yeah I think that's amazing um what you just said and I'm definitely going to um get into that google Uh,
6: google
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely using that um Daddy V's looking it up happens. right now. I'm I, know,
0: I am. looking it up because I want to put it in your face, Adrian. It's, it's and also,
1: I wonder. I also think that something that Gabrielle Toza our guest <laughs> weeks ago, um, said. She she was sort of saying she did little half hour. She has kids now, and she had um does little half hour writing stints. And she was like, I can do like five hundred words in half an hour. And I've never sort of quantified it in that sort of way, but I realise now I can do about five hundred words in half an hour too which is, is really doable, isn't it? Like that sort of chunk, yeah. when you know you can sit down for an hour and if you actually focus and don't go on Twitter and, uh, you know, check Instagram and things like that, the fact that you know you can crack out a thousand words, I feel quite um, sort of empowered and excited by that.
6: It kind of takes the pressure off. You just go, well, I don't need to spend all day doing this. Yeah. I can just do a little bit before everyone gets up. I can do a little bit before I go to work. I can get a little bit, you know, before I make dinner and i if I haven't finished it then, then I can do a little
1: bit, you know, once
6: the kids go to bed. And, yeah, yeah
1: little chunks. That's amazing, Heather. Thank you so much for <laughs> helping us all. You have been uh, amazing. And, Danny, I can see typing away still there trying to find that hack that you talk oh, yeah,
0: about. I can't but- find the hack, but there is advice I just found. For if you're 100 words behind, several thousand words behind, and this is for us, Tristan, if you're 25,000 words behind, it says do not lose hope.
1: Wow, I'm reading it. Thank it you.
0: says, try turning your current climax into the midpoint of your plot. I just like how it says, do not lose hope. I feel like it's a little bit patronising. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do not lose hope when really they're yeah. saying all hope is gone. So I've, I'm going to, I've just deleted that one. Put
3: it away. <laughs> HM War, thank you so much for joining us. What a legend. You're a amazing. nano queen. Has to be
6: safe, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, think of all the it's words so I could awesome. have written while I was. I know, yeah, yeah. 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 That's I'm enjoying right. the
0: so
3: guilt I've trip us. three more
6: hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: yeah, true. Yeah. And seriously, you two, I've just been looking at you two and your energy and your mouths, and you are twinning. and I'm just <laughs> loving it. <laughs> two human, human sunbeams on the one screen, and then Adrian and Tristan, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Ah, all right. Well, there you go. Thank you, uh, HM War, for joining us. You've you've really helped us. And They're hopefully amazing. you've helped a lot of those people that are struggling through in this last week as well. And congrats on those two books that are coming out next year. We look forward to seeing
6: them. Oh, well, thank you. And good luck, everybody, doing Nano. And, yeah, every word is a word you wouldn't have written otherwise. So, you know, it's that's what Nano's about. Thank
1: that's you right. very Bye. much. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>
3: Oh, wow. Well, uh, I can't believe some of those revelations there, but I'm just going to push on. I can't, I, I can't, uh, dwell on that. Um, Christy, you have been good enough to source some of these fantastic tips from these expert, uh, authors speaking about how to end your amazing novel. And one of these authors that you've roped into this, I believe they have something to do with HM war and her latest, uh, books that are coming out next year. Is that right?
5: That is right. So, Davina Bell, the amazing Davina Bell, who is an incredible author in her own right. Yes. um, With, you know, picture books and junior fiction and middle grade and her debut YA, The End of the World is Bigger Than Love, which was book of the year for all the readers this year. Is also, as if that wasn't enough, she's also an Allen and Unwin publisher. So, she's the publisher who picked Heather's manuscript off the slush pile. Wow. So we thought we'd ask her for a little advice about how to get picked off the slush pile and how to finish your manuscript.
1: Perfect.
4: Hi, my name's Davina Bell and I'm sharing with you some tips for NaNoWriMo. What makes a good ending if you're struggling to get to the end of NaNoWriMo? Um, I would say as a publisher and just a reader generally, I like it when there is something that the author gets that they don't know that they need that somehow completes their arc in a really satisfying way. Um, I would also say the balance between satisfaction um, and surprise, um, and also um, thinking like what emotional note do you want to leave your reader with right at the end? Um, is it poignancy? Is it longing? Is it some kind of yearning? Is it triumph? Is it celebration? Is it heartbreak? I think. that um, thinking about yeah the emotional state you want to leave your reader in is um, a good place to um, focus if you're feeling a bit lost in terms of tips for making it up the slush pile I've been reading a lot of slush lately so I can say that a lot of it is to do with the originality of your premise. You would be really surprised by how many submissions we get that are extremely similar. Um, and the thing that drew, that drew me to Heather's Mars Awakens um, was the originality of the premise, the fact that it was sci-fi but for middle grade, um, the idea of there being these two colonies that Earth had abandoned on Mars that that... Didn't know a lot about each other but had a lot of preconceptions um, and secrets and lies around them. Um, That felt like it had resonance in the modern world and kind of the... Divisiveness of the political landscape in a lot of countries at the moment, um, but also felt it felt like I hadn't read anything like that before. So the originality of the premise definitely, and some kind of hook that links you as an author to that premise is always helpful as well. So with Heather, the fact that she was a scientist, the fact that she had um, worked really hard to link the landscape of Mars to the landscape of the narrative, and that she had expertise in that area, that was really interesting to me and to the team at Alan and Unwin, Um, and I think putting something of the essence of yourself in your pitch. If I get a sense of who you are as a person, um, what kind of writer you are, what kind of books you read, and just something of your personality, so not to make your pitch too formal um, and to really see if you convey something of yourself in it. Um, to everyone who's doing NaNoWriMo, I'm wishing you all the best as you come to the end of it. And look, as someone who's pulled a lot of all-nighters in their time, not too late to do 10,000 words in one night. Just drink a lot of coffee, eat some chocolate-covered coffee beans, set a timer go for it you can do it
0: can i just say i think she's got the nicest voice i've ever heard and i feel like i'd like her to put me to sleep every night with like an audiobook
2: <laughs> such a nice well
3: voice.
0: we'll
1: make some calls yeah true well,
0: that's
1: good advice and ten thousand words in a night is that is that actually possible let's like, do isn't?
0: it tb let's see if we can do it do you think
1: yeah. It, we're saying, I'm saying 29,000. I've only got like nine days or something to do it, but I could do that in three days.
0: Do you want to give it a crack tonight <laughs> after this?
1: Yeah. Okay. Do it. You so can already, do it. I've
0: never drunk coffee before. Imagine what's going to happen oh. when I have one.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Can you imagine? No way. You I'm might do have, it twice.
0: I'm going to have three coffees tonight. You're
1: naturally caffeinated, <laughs> be? <DB.
0: laughs> Don't do it. It's
5: amazing. Oh, my God.
3: Hey, another expert on endings is your writing partner, though, Christy, I believe.
5: Yeah, so the amazing Dennis Knight, who's the other half of the Wednesday Weeks trilogy or series, um, he is amazing at working out how to end a story. He can bring threads together from all across the book. He can, like, backseed them in. So when I get stuck, which is really regularly, I throw to him, and he was good enough to put some advice down.
7: (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Dennis Knight, and I'm here to talk about the finale of your novel. There are four things you need for a great finale. You need the setup, you need the struggle, you need the surprise, and you need the satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So let's go through them. One, the setup. That's everything that's happened in your novel up to this point. If you've done your job, you've put your main character through the ringer. You've pitted them against a strong and intelligent opponent, and you've brought them to the point where all hope is lost. Now all you have to do is figure out a way for them to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat in the most satisfying way possible. Two, the struggle. Don't make things too easy for your main character during the finale. Make them struggle. Make them earn that victory. Three, the surprise. You want your main character to win, but you don't want them to do it in a way that feels obvious or predictable. The surprise doesn't have to be a huge plot twist, but it does need to be something your main character does deliberately that's vital to their victory. What you're after is something your readers won't see coming, but after it happens, they won't be able to imagine your story ending any other way. 4. The Satisfaction If you get this right, you're going to lift your finale game to the next level. We already talked about how to bring your main plot thread to a satisfying conclusion with the setup, the struggle and the surprise. But any novel length story is going to have more than one thread running through it. And the more of those threads you can tie up during your finale, the more satisfying it's going to be. Maybe your main character has been struggling to master a new skill. If they can finally get it right and use it to defeat their opponent, that's going to make your finale extra satisfying. Or maybe your main character started the novel with a particular character flaw or some kind of unresolved conflict with one of the other characters. If they can overcome that flaw or resolve that conflict during the finale, that's going to add emotional depth for a really memorable and satisfying conclusion to your novel. Wow,
1: systematic! Dennis Knight, awesome. mm. I want him to read a book to me every night while I go to sleep. <laughs> you, only, you guys only get people with extraordinary uh, voices together. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> That's true. I love That's your true. work,
0: Dennis, because it's really easy to remember the four S's. I loved yeah. it. Yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah, that was very clever, very clever. Mm.
3: And uh, there's so much pressure on endings, so it's good to have these tips. I mean, how many of those long-running TV shows that we all loved, you get to that finale episode and you're all like, mm-hmm. That's how yeah. they want to end it. There's so much pressure on endings. It's, and, yeah. and these tips are very, very helpful. So thank you, mm-hmm. Dennis, for the four S's. One last tip on endings, though, is our very good friend uh, who's, who's been on the podcast a number of times, isn't she, Danny?
0: Mm, She absolutely has, and we love her. Lynn yeah. Yowett.
3: Lynn Yowett has got uh, some uh, one last tip for us about how to end your story.
2: Okay, so November's drawing to an end. So this time round, I'm giving you a tip about the end of your novel. To paraphrase the last line of T.S. Eliot's The Hollow Men, end with a bang, not a whimper. Sure, you're tired and you've been working on this novel for years, well, maybe weeks, but that's no reason to let your readers down now. Step away from your keyboard and think long and hard about two important things. One, what is the last thing that needs to happen in your novel? And two, how are you going to write it? to give your readers a long-lasting emotional reaction. I think of it as if it's like an upside-down triangle where everything that you've written is leading readers to this final page, final paragraph, final sentence, final word. Okay, back to it, Nanos, and best of luck for me, Lin Yaut, author of The Silent Listener. Hmm, see what I did there? I finished with the name of my book because that's what I want you to remember. Although, of course, now I've ruined it by pointing it out to you, (laughs) so it's all been a waste of time okay never mind (laughs) just keep writing and remember end with a bang not a whimper
1: Mm. nice what was the the name of the book again
2: uh the the listening
0: silence of listening (laughs) hey hey
3: tristan we should ask you because um you have won many many awards and written many many books probably more than all of us combined so we should defer to you just once in this whole podcast series What's your tip for writing an incredible ending to your books? And do you have some of those, uh, do do some of those ring true to you from some of our experts? Well,
1: I'm really impressed by the way that they distilled it down to those bare bones and to things that were sort of um, able to be communicated easily to other human beings because I felt like I do all of those things and I'm conscious of all of those things. But I'm not. But I'm quite often go. Oh, I wish I just had a list or something. Why don't I give myself a list of checklist of things at the end to make sure that I've tightened all those screws? Mm. And I feel like I tighten a lot of them, but I I, I don't feel like I do it in quite a systematic w- a way in terms of those those S's and things. But I certainly um go a lot on feel. Um, and I trust that I have enough craft after writing, writing a bunch of books that when I'm reading it and I'm falling asleep at the wheel. And uh, not that I'm reading it while I'm driving, by the way, but, um, you know, if, I, if I, I, trust, I trust the boredom factor, you know, when I'm reading, rereading my manuscript, if my interest starts waning, if I want to get up and go away and do anything but read this damn thing, I, you know, I'm, I'm marking that. And then I go back and I force myself through it. But at the end, and every quarter, when I reread my manuscript, every, um, every quarter of the manuscript, uh, I, I write notes. Like I, I don't try to write too many notes as I go because then you lose the flow of the story. I might just put a dot and a dot and a dot if there's something good or bad. But after every, after a quarter, I'll go, oh, my God, this thing just is so boring and I don't know what anyone wants and I want all the characters to die. And then I'll <laughs> I'll read the second quarter and I'll go, huh, Actually, better than I thought. I really thought that this was going nowhere. And I'll go, and that midpoint was quite interesting for this week. And then I'll go three quarters. And then the final thing, I'll go, look, it's the worst thing I've ever read. But um, I think it has promise. There are flecks of gold in the, in the <laughs> Just, sort of time, in my manuscript.
0: Whatever, I'm going to read your book now, Tristan. I'm going to be halfway going. Tristan wants them all to die, right?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like you have those strong feelings about your about your story, and I I find that. That way of every every quarter just putting putting those notes and and slowly over the drafts obviously from a first to a second third fourth fifth. by the time you get to the fifth i'm sort of going you know what this actually reads almost like a book and mm-hmm. I, I get excited and then after the sixth draft <laughs> you go i could i could actually let somebody else read this mm-hmm. so um I, I go a lot on instinct but then the instinct forces me to then Push down into craft and question what are those specific things that I need to adjust in order to make fix this thing. Very interesting. Love it.
0: So we have uh, Nano Pals word counts now, Chrissy. So, ladies and
5: gentlemen, the word counts in this penultimate minus one episode Belinda Grant on 37,050. Ooh, Very nice. Wow. Amber BG, 36,689. Yeah, nice. that's good. AC Millington at 27,800. Good. Sine Maripodi, 50,789. And she has it.
1: A week Um, early, Maripodi. Well done.
5: I know. That is like a I
2: know. Ashley Meekle,
5: 37,879. Go to Solid. me. Kate Temple, 21,511. She's See? more my person. Go okay. sort of, you know,
1: That's yeah. who I yeah. want to hang out with. Kate, you know, Tristan, know
0: Danny, yeah.
1: You know, mediocre. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Kate's not no, mediocre no, 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 at all. But we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Kate's
5: amazing. I feel sorry um, for being where we are. <laughs> HM War is on 37,430. Mm, so above. she's tracking the line yeah. of desire. Yeah. Perfect, huh? And Enoch Lamont has passed fifty thousand, readjusted oh. the line of desire, and now aiming for seventy. 000.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: that's unbelievable! Yeah.
5: Wow! <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Amazing!
1: That is unbelievable. You, that is unbelievable. Well, that's extraordinary. I can't believe how dare we start a podcast. And then have even the first person you read out tonight was on thirty-seven thousand. How how could this? How could we start a podcast series and then and then you know put ourselves forward as some kind of experts? And, <laughs> no, we
0: never did that. We never put ourselves me. as experts.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh dear, we make uh, well, people feel better.
0: That's why we
3: got the experts on, like Dennis Knight and Davina Bell and Lynn Howard, to to tell us all about uh, what how to, to do? end this thing because we've only got one week to go. Mm. um now, we heard that Tristan, I've got a little something here for you.
2: Because mm. we
3: heard that Tristan doesn't quite think he's going to make it. But Christy has predicted we're all going to make it. So I'm just going to put something on the line here.
7: Mm.
3: If Tristan makes it to 50K in a week, live on the podcast recording next week, I'm going to shave a T <gasps> into my beard oh. and I will wear that T. <laughs> For a week,
0: oh Tristan, really? Tristan, <laughs> you out. must get to fifty.
1: I, I'm just going to lie. I mean, no one's going to check, right? I mean,
0: what about? Just... So, Adrian, what if I get to fifty? Would you put a D and a T on each cheek?
3: If,
1: no, because you're likely to do it. <laughs> oh, come on, that's cruel. <laughs> Okay. All right. A in.
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow a, like a line down the middle of the chin, and oh, then please. just that little Tristan. sort of flavour saver underneath will be the top of the tea, and I'm just gonna wear that
1: around for a week. <laughs> totally. Christian makes fifty. Danny, don't worry. I'm either really gonna do it, or I'm gonna pretend <laughs> that I've done it. So it's, it is foretold that he will be wearing a tea <laughs> on, his, on his chin. <laughs> It
3: is portal. <laughs> I didn't know Tristan could do the predictions, but anyway. Uh, that's that a
1: fantastic what's... way to finish, to finish the episode. Don't you think it's surprising? <laughs> it is all those other S's that Dennis Knight spoke about. <laughs> yep.
0: Satisfying. Sexy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sad.
3: Okay, that's what's on the line. I will shave it off during the episode oh, if you make it to
1: oh 50, Tristan. Way. I don't think I've
0: ever wanted anything so badly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You might have to get an electric shaver just because uh, for the for the audio medium, I think we're going to need some kind of... <laughs> we could oh, yeah. do
0: like a commentary over it, though, TB. I've got that.
1: Hang
3: on. I've got it. I've got it in the other room whilst, whilst Danny uh, thanks everyone for joining us and wishes them all good luck.
0: Right. So, well, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, being part of the Nano Gang. Thank you for throwing us your words. Thank you for beating us and whipping our butts because TB and I have some catching up to do. And now... It is on the line, TB. I'm counting on you to make this happen.
1: Yep. You need Thank to you crack for... open the Macona.
0: Ooh. I'm up all night, And this this noise is... Oh. <laughs> That's
3: such a whippersnipper. This is it. It's the Remington. The Remington's coming out.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> listeners in the car would just love to have heard that sound. <laughs> Hopefully none of them have, you know, had to... Pull over.
3: <laughs> okay, next week, yeah. tea in the beard. Can't yeah. wait.
0: Let's do it. You're unlikely
3: team. to hear it next week, but can we uh, donate
0: words? Can we donate <laughs> words to Tristan? Great.
3: No. I'll take him. <laughs> not at all. It's got to be fair and square. It's got to be, within be the spirit of the game. I'd be
0: happy to stay on 26 and donate words to Tristan to make this happen. Can it's I do not gonna that? Okay. Not going to
3: happen, V. He can,
0: he can only break one rule a century. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> and we're done. Hey, good
3: luck. Good luck to everyone. Uh, what a show. Uh, and we'll see everyone for the big finale.
0: Can't wait.
1: Thank you Bye. very much. Good luck. Good see luck.
0: Ya. Thanks for listening to The Nano Game. This is a Words and Nerds spin-off series. If you're on The Nano Journey with us, we hope you're smashing out the words. See you next time on The, the Nano Game. Game.
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!